And so if you will help me welcome Pastor Steve Corona, Pastor Connie Corona, Pastor Micah Corona, and Melissa Corona. All right, you guys can sit. We're just going to get cozy, so lean back. I hope you got some coffee and get situated in this chair. Oh, I should have, man, I should have had a coffee break and had people bring coffee up here. Decaf for pastor, for sure. Oh, come on. You can have all the caffeine coffee that you want after April 7th. (laughs) 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 I've been sneaking in some caffeine. You can. I have been. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to be able to be up here and moderate today. So we have several questions. We're just going to get right into it and, uh, and get started. The first question is for Pastor Steve and then Pastor Connie. You have the same question right after that. And that is, what will Pastor Steve and Pastor Connie's role be after the transition? Will they still be here? And what ministry role might they have? Uh, so the, the plan is that for we're going to step back away from the staff for six months after April 7th, from April 7th to however long that is. And uh, we just uh, think, you know, Micah uh, said it, Micah kind of set our hearts at ease when he just said, you know, after a quarter of a century of building this church, you guys deserve a break. <laughs> so... Uh, now, I don't know how much of a break that is because we're going to travel and minister during that time. There are churches that have asked us about coming to, to minister. Once they found out that on April 7th this transition was happening, then there were uh, other churches. We've been so focused on building this church for the last 23 years uh, that we haven't traveled much. Haven't We speak in churches once in a while. And so I've had, I've had people contacting me. And so um, my, actually during that six months, my schedule's beginning to fill up with ministering at churches. So after that, the plan is that we're going to come back, be here uh, on staff, and uh, be fulfilling whatever role that Pastor Micah, as far as I'm concerned, whatever role that Pastor Micah needs for me to, uh, to fill. Okay. All right. And Pastor Connie, what about you? Well, one other thing I need to say, and that is that one of the things that we're going to be doing, Vicki Griffin, is hanging out with our new grandbaby that's going to be born in July. Our, so our, our, daughter, our daughter, Tabitha, is married to Joe Suo, who is Vicki and Vernon Griffin's son, and they have two two of our grandchildren. We have nine grandchildren. Uh, We're into double digits now. We have nine grandchildren, uh, and they have Scarlett and Adelaide are their two children now, and then in July, they're having our 10th grandchild. So we'll be doing that. Congratulations. (laughs) 
Nalea made me great. She makes the desserts for our family gatherings every month, and man, her cupcakes and cakes are amazing. Ninety percent hippie. That that child is only going to eat sticks and leaves until our <laughs> family party, and then <laughs> it's going to be till the milk, till the sugar <laughs> auntie gets around. Elf would approve. Yeah, I mean, if I this is our church, and so people, a lot of people wanted to, will will we still be around if we're if I'm not ministering somewhere? If I'm I'm a we're church people. When we when we're on vacation, I know no pressure on anybody else. When we're on vacation, we go to church. If we're at Myrtle Beach, we go to church. If we're at Florida, we go to church on Sundays. And so if we're in town in Raleigh, we'll be here, uh, and, and you'll see us at church. Okay. All right. The next question is for Pastor Micah. Who will step into and absorb your roles as creative worship, creative arts, worship arts director? Can I say it's his happy <laughs> baptism birthday today? He's eight years old. Eight. eight. I baptized him five years ago. Oh, five. Sorry. Today. I'm making him old. Sorry. I was making you older than you are. So, um, so Damien's going to take media, and then we have also a follow-up ministry that um, that Hazel Adekunle is going to be helping me with, and then. If I can just jump in real quick and, and say that uh, I, I don't want to jump ahead of what questions are there, but um, Micah has been running everything already. A lot of people are looking for April 7th and, and then a lot of shifting and a lot of changing and a lot of moving around. I'm not, I'm not going to say he's going to talk in a few minutes about what what's going to happen in the future. He talked a lot about that last week. But I, I want you to realize he's been running everything for months. I've been, I'm the figurehead here, but behind the scenes with the staff, with the leadership team, with the vision, with the planning and all that, he's been running with that and to anticipate. We've been planning this transition for a long time. And so for months, he's been running everything already. So the big difference on April 4th is, I mean, you're still going to have a bald head on stage teaching you every <laughs> single week. Hey. So it'll just be a different bald head. No, is it April 4th or April 7th? April, did I say 4th? I've been saying April 7th. But it's April 7th. It's the 7th. Did I say 4th? I was right. It's May the 4th that Sweet. Is, is the, yeah, April 4th is, April 4th a, is, fools, is that April Fool's Day? 
April 1st. It's, like, it's not really happening. Sorry. It's well, my dad's birthday. It's Ron Sexton's birthday for everybody. Okay, it's, uh, we're, we're totally confused. You may continue. <laughs> it is April the 7th. It is April the 7th. All right, and then also the second part to that question is what about Living Word Films and then, uh, and then my role as well over, so I'm not. Right. Central. Okay, so um, real quick in a nutshell, let's talk about your role and then we'll go to the Living Word Studios. So, Pastor Tammy was the executive pastor. There was actually, I, uh, Pastor Tammy and I both had pastors that served with us, and so we were kind of the executive team that, uh, that ran everything. And so with me uh, stepping into Pastor Steve's role, and then all those people were going to continue to report to me, then it was kind of odd to have this one role that, that Pastor Tammy would have, and then there was a bunch of people that were reporting to her. And so at, um, her and I talking, and she did an amazing job at that, but she just kind of had it in her heart to do some other things as well. And so what we're going to be doing is Pastor Tammy is going to be over what, we're gonna, what we call service experience. And so everything that you experience in this room on a Sunday morning, she's going to be responsible for and in charge of. That includes music. That includes uh, media. That also includes uh, the message series development. She's going to put together a team to help us uh, with message, all the trappings of illustrations and possibly videos and, th and those type of things, set decor that would help us to deliver uh, messages more, uh, more effectively. And so she's going to be kind of overseeing that whole um, side of Living Word. And so all of the department heads themselves will, other than those few that will report to her, all of the department heads will report directly to me. And so um, that may be a little bit more under the hood than you wanted to know, but that's kind of what's going on with Pastor Tammy. And then as far as Living Word Studios, so uh, we are in the process of developing, and I talked a little bit about this last week, our fifth project. And with this transition, one of the things that I'm, I'm very jealous for this church, and I'm very um, uh, I'm very committed to the transition and being um, a, as best a senior pastor that I can be. And so with that, we are a little bit undecided about if we're going to do actually film a project in 2018. And a lot of that depends on the transition. My first priority is that this transition go uh, smoothly and well and that I'm not trying to do too much, that I'm not swamped out and trying to do too much that I'm not effective at anything. And so when you, when you look at that, directing and producing a film and becoming the senior pastor of a church, those are two huge roles. And I would prioritize Living Word Family Church over making a film um, every single time. And not that filmmaking is not I'm, not, I'm extremely passionate about it. It's very important to tell story that, that creates life change in people's lives. So we're not, um, we're not laying it down. But one of the things we are is we're just kind of, we're progressing toward uh, writing some scripts as well as looking for some scripts and then also possibly a sitcom prod, uh, pilot. And, uh, but we're progressing toward that with the understanding that we don't have a timetable on that yet because we want April 7th and, and you know, a little bit beyond that to come and go and kind of just, yes, okay, so we can, we can do this. But I just want to be really protective of uh, my focus when it comes to, you know, making sure that I'm not doing too much. Does that, did that answer the question? It sure did. Okay. Yeah. okay. The next question, I think in part you've answered part of this, but are Pastor Steve and Connie remaining in the area and still involved with Living Word, and will they come back to preach sometimes? 
would you come back and preach sometime? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, anytime, right, yeah. anytime. The answer is yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. And in addition to that, like, like they said, when they're, when they're in town, they're going to be here, um, even during that six month. And I think also they're going to continue to have um, their uh, ownership of Living Word. Pastor, the trustee board that are my bosses and the people that are my accountability are currently his accountability, will be my accountability. He's on that board, and he will remain on that board. So he'll still have a fingerprint here in Living Word. Uh, actually, Pastor Connie is too on that board. So they'll both continue to have a fingerprint on Living Word and, and have, a, have a voice in Living Word in addition to uh, Pastor Connie is even still involved in ministry throughout this uh, period from the road. So. Okay. All right. The next question is for Pastor Steve. And this question is a little bit more theological, but I thought that senior pastors would only step down when something is keeping them from pastoring like sickness or death. If you are called to a position of pastoring, how do you retire from a call to lead? You never get to retire. Start, would, you, would somebody please put the podium up here? I need, <laughs> I need to preach a little bit. By the way, re yes. retire to Steve Corona. It's not a bad word, but to Steve Corona, don't ask him how his retirement's going. If, if you do, just take a few steps back real quick. Yeah, okay, so. Sorry. I'm okay with that. Yeah, well. <laughs> he, is, he is not yes, retiring. He, is. he is, yeah. has another assignment. He is not retiring. I heard, uh, I heard Kent Lindsay uh, back uh, in the office. We prayed before we came out here, and he talked about uh, not retiring but refiring. And um, the, the, the question here, you know, first of all, I'm not retiring. And the question, I think you said, how do you retire from the call to lead? So I'm not retiring from the call to lead. And second part of that question talked about um, not transitioning unless there's sickness or death. Uh, okay. Um, you, you guys, now think about this. You don't want me to pastor this church until I die. You don't want me on the platform when I'm 103 years old and it takes half the preaching time just to get me up the stairs to the, to the, so, so, you know, there are, there are transitions. We got to think about transitions in the Bible. Uh, last week, uh, I talked about transitions in the Bible and how transitions happen and who transitioned to who, but they're not always because, uh, because people die. Uh, Jesus said, I have to go so that I can send the Holy Spirit. So Jesus, I mean, you know, Jesus is very much alive. And uh, then another great example is John the Baptist transitioning his ministry to Jesus. John the Baptist was a very different leader. And John the Baptist had a very powerful, he had the most powerful evangelistic ministry in Israel. And one day he saw Jesus and he told his followers, I want you to follow that guy. He was making that transition. He said, he must increase, I must decrease. This is, and John the Baptist, although he was murdered by Herod, John the Baptist didn't say, because I'm, because I'm dying this afternoon. It was because it was time for that transition to happen. And so I uh, hopefully made it very clear last time when we were talking, uh, or when I was ministering, 
um, that the purpose of this transition, the reason, the real reason this is happening is because it's Micah's time. And it's very important to understand the times and the seasons in ministry and when it's time to make transitions. And I want to be really careful about how I say this, but I've known pastors who were so connected to their churches and so connected to their ministry and so connected to pastoring and I am very connected to all those things but I've known pastors who were so connected to that that when it was time to make a transition like this they were too slow to make it they held on and held on and held on and held on and missed the God-given opportunity that they had to make the right transition and so I've had my ear to the spirit for years about this transition and so the reason we're making this transition is because it's time to do that. Paul knew that when he was in Ephesus and he was establishing the church in Ephesus. And Paul was the pastor of that church in Ephesus for three years. And after that, he transitioned that church to his son in the faith, Timothy. And guess what he did? He went on the road preaching again which is what I'm doing. So, uh, no, not all transitions are because of the death, sickness, or death of one leader, uh, number one. And number two, um, what was the other thing that I already said that I wanted to be redundant about? Uh, <laughs> just number, about the calling. I yeah, about, about calling the call to lead. You know, how can you, how can you just retire from the call to lead? Well, I'm not retiring from the call to lead, but uh, we are making a timely transition. Um, to uh, the next move of God in this church. All right, thank you. All right, the next question is for Melissa. Melissa, this question says, will Melissa take over any of Pastor Connie's current roles, women's ministry, congregational care, coaching team, etc.? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things about, um, well, one of the things is I'm not qualified to take over counseling. I am not educated in that. I don't feel like I'm equipped to do that. Um, so that's a definite no. <laughs> but the other things, um, I stepped out of ministry when Josiah was little because Mike and I are both very driven individuals. When we start focusing on something, we both focus and very tunnel visioned at that point. So realizing that I stepped out of ministry so that we would have a family and that we would be able to build a strong family. And I feel like we have a very strong young man in our family now because of that. And so we have one more year with him at home. Well, a year and a half, I guess. A little less than that. Um, and so for the first while, I'm going to be trying to keep focus on that to make sure we get to the end. And um, at graduation, he'll be strong yeah. and ready to go. Yeah, we just want to we want to finish strong. And yeah. also, um, too, we don't want to. Uh, we were able to tighten the belt a good bit and make that happen as far as having a stay-at-home mom. And that's not a reality uh, for everybody. We only have one child, and so that's not a reality for everybody. Yeah. And you can do that even if you're not able to to uh, to have one parent step back. And, yeah. and do that. So that's not, for sure, that's not a requirement. But one of the reasons you were able to do five jobs at one time here is because <laughs> because I was taking care of that. Yeah, exactly. Well. She was always so. behind me. You know, if I'm doing two people's jobs at, you know, for the last 
20 years well, or, or however long. It's yeah. because she was actually behind the scenes doing one so, of So all that to say then, so when we first got here, um, he was being hired as the youth minister, and um, they asked me what I was going to do, and I'm like, I don't know. So that's sort of where I'm at right now. I'm not going to step on anybody's toes, take over anybody's stuff that they're already doing. Um, I'm a very good gap filler. I, I tend to be a jack-of-all-trades kind of gal, and so I just see holes and jump in usually. Um, so that's the plan as of now, and God will lead, lead us to where that, the, the gap that I need to fill is for sure in the end. But right now, uh, we just want to stay focused on um, completing um, the phase with our family first, and then we'll continue to the next one. Awesome. Thank you. Um, if, can I jump in here for a second? First of all, uh, I'm thinking about, as I'm hearing Melissa talk, I'm thinking about when we came 23 years ago. Um, first of all, uh, we know that it, it was God's plan for, to, for us to come here when we came here, but I want you to think about the fact that there was a pastor already here who had to transition somewhere else for us to be able to step in here. We're transitioning so Micah can step in here. 23 years ago, Pastors Eddie and Debbie Crabtree, who started this church, transitioned to Roanoke. You know, and, uh, uh, and it was a really smooth transition then. Uh, but people were asking Connie. The women were coming to Connie wanting Connie to be Pastor Debbie. And, and they would come up to her and say, Now, Pastor Debbie did this. Pastor Debbie did that. Pastor Debbie did it this way. You're going to have to do this. And I want to be sure you don't do that to Melissa. Okay, let's, let's let Melissa be the woman of God that God's called her to. And let's let God lead them uh, and not pigeonhole either one of these to, to uh, be something that they're not just because we did it. God, the Bible says that God places people in the body as he wills. So everything that we need in this church is here. Whether I'm the senior pastor or he's the senior pastor, everything that we need is, is here already. And um, two things that are the same about Pastor Connie, my mom, and Mel Pastor Melissa, my wife, is that they are both two of the sweetest people on the planet. Yes, they are. And, um, and so they are, uh, so that will remain the same. <laughs> yes, I agree. And I just wanted to publicly say thank you from the congregation for letting uh, Melissa be your wife just your wife and and not force her into roles that you know pastors wives can be super women and they can accomplish a lot of different things but you can do anything you want you just can't do everything that you want and being able to um be that role and do what you want to do and what you know letting that come natural is awesome i will say that being the pastor's wife is the biggest 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 part of any role I've played here the rest is just not that, not that big a deal being a pastor's wife takes a lot of time and focus and effort and it's yeah. being my pastor's wife is a yeah. big deal well, she wasn't gonna go it's there, all but. consuming <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay pastor Micah uh, this question is for you a couple of different ones here and you can um, answer them together after uh, Micah becomes senior pastor, what, what new changes will be made to the strategy to fulfill the vision, and will there be any changes in the staff positions? So the, um, 
the vision of a church, the mission and a vision of the church should remain static. Uh, God has, has planted that and put that in our church um, when, at its very inception. And um, it's the, the way that we uh, voice it or the way that we um, display it has changed a little bit. We've got believe, belong, become. But the mission and the vision of living word doesn't change. It remains the same. And from year to year over the last 23 years, um, well, and I guess since its inception, every year the strategy changes a little bit. So what's 2019 about? What's 2018 about? What's 2017 about? And so that has constantly uh, changed, and it should. The year that you're the strategy is the same one year as a year before might be a troubled year. It might be, you know, because you're not growing, you're not flowing, you're not, you're not re responding and, and looking ahead and being proactive. And so um, in 2019, the, um, a lot, and, I, and I talked a little bit about a lot of the things that, that we'll still be doing, like Dominion and, and outreaches, like the medical clinic and those type of things. And so all of those will continue to do that. I think 2019, one of the things that we really want to fo focus on in 2019 as far as strategy is our, the infrastructure of our leadership and how we, um, how we manage volunteers and those kind of things. So we just want to, for those of you that serve on teams, that, uh, that help us minister to the people, that, to each other, we want to serve as a staff, and we've been talking with the staff about this. Thank you, Jesus, for whoever turned off the air conditioner right now. I'm sorry. You guys don't realize it's like I'm almost shaking. I was going to say this is definitely <laughs> a sign of transition because Holy I'm cow. freezing. I'm so cold up here. Um, so anyway, sorry, slightly. I, I'm, easily, I'm not easily distracted, so some things never change. But what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about strategy. We're going to fix this right here that's blowing directly down on the on the teacher yes i am um so but i think uh we want those that help i think within the vision of a church any church but especially with us and is that there are people that walk through those doors uh, all of us included that have a uh, that we have an expectation to come here for multiple things but one is to receive ministry whether it be from the platform whether it be from each other, but we are here to receive ministry and meaning in life and those kind of things. And so, um, and then the next step with that is those of us that would be involved in contributing to ministry, whether it be through volunteering in a ministry and serving each other as well as your community, or whether in your giving that you're, you're helping fund the vision of the ministry, or if it's bringing people and, and helping the ministry grow and bringing the unchurched and the unsaved and so there are those two different facets in my head where we all should be here to receive ministry and meaning. But then the next step in our discipleship is that we not only have a bib, as, as he says, but we also put on an apron, that we're there to help serve each other and serve our communities and helping in life change. And so just looking at that and looking at all those people that are partnering uh, in the church to accomplish and contribute to ministry, and how do we better serve each other in that in that manner in that role how do i better serve our staff how does the staff better serve our volunteer leaders and and the leaders with our financial leaders and our team leaders and our meetup leaders and our elders and all of the leadership roles that are here how do we better serve um 
the, the people within our ministry that, and, and I think the end goal for all that is this, that God would add to the church daily those that are being saved. There are people in our community. I was just, this last week, I met with an, with an associate pastor of another church, and it's funny. Our discussion was, we're, we have very similar churches, and our discussion was, there is an innumerable number of lost, hurting, unchurched, de-churched people within our community, and anything that we can share to be more effective, man, it's not a competition with other churches. We're here to pour into our community and to draw them in to help make disciples. And so not only that we're becoming disciples inside this room and inside the, the, this church, but that we're also reaching into our community. So our strategy will, this, this whole year for 2019, will all be very, very focused and, and very strategic in that methodology of we need to take care. It's like when you're in an airplane, you put the mask on first so that then you can help your children if something's going on. And so what are we doing to help um, uh, the people that are contributing to ministry within Living Word, and then so that we can be a better reach into our community and into the lives of people that that need Him. So, sorry, it's a really I started that's to great. preach and yeah. get up and wave a hanky. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think we're in a unique position that um, that most of the time when people transition, uh, their pastors transition to somebody else. Sometimes you can get. Uh, pastor in that is not even from the area or that they don't know they don't know the DNA of the church and that's a lot of uh, adjustment that has to be made I think we are uh, fortunate to have a situation where we have amazing senior pastors and just think about all the awesome things that Pastor Steve has if you made a list of all the awesome things about him and Pastor Connie and all of her attributes and how awesome that is and then smash them into one person and you have Pastor Micah literally <laughs> so that that viewpoint puts me at ease and is very peaceful for me to think about it that way and he is his own person and he has a lot of uh, other things that um, that drives him but it's just a unique place to be so um, I'm excited about that thank you and then the, the other question I think was are there any staff changes so um, in years past there are almost yearly there are well there's two different ways to question that or to answer that question, are there any staff changes as, as if um, I don't want this person on staff or we're going to let that person go? The answer to that is no. Um, we're, I'm really, really happy with the staff that we have, uh, sharp, loving people who, who love God and love you. Um, as far as transitions in staff and moving people around, that, that happens pretty much every year uh, within our ministry because we evolve and we adjust to the needs of the congregation at any particular year. And so when you, when you see staff um, positions transitioning within our staff, um, that's not because somebody did anything wrong or because somebody is, uh, is, is not towing the line. If they're not towing the line, then in love, we'll, we'll take care of that, not by repositioning them into another, into another role. That's what some of our government does, bless their hearts. But what, uh, but what we would do is we would transition based upon the needs of the congregation from year to year. And so it'll be the same that it has been for years and years and years and years. I don't, there's no change there. And the no change is that there is change this year. There is a shifting of the, of the staff, if that makes any sense. So. Okay. All right. The next question is for Pastor Steve. Will Pastor Steve now have time for golf? <laughs> yes. Yes. 
uh, yep, uh, riding the Harley, golf, and fly fishing for trout. Yep, I will have uh, a little bit more time for those. Although, although you know, in in traveling uh, and this this next season for me, that six months where I'll be traveling and speaking. Um, I realize I can just, I've got 23 years worth of messages. So I realize I could just go through there and pick one and go to a church and preach it. But the Holy Spirit's really been speaking to me about this next season and, and, and where he's going to send me and what he's going to give me to, to preach. And um, I'm developing new messages on I'm not going to go into for the sake of time of what I'm studying uh, but actually over the next uh, couple months I'm going to probably talk about some of it but I got I got new stuff that the Holy Spirit's wanting me to take into churches and minister to them so um, so I'm going to be studying a lot in addition to still being the senior pastor here until April 7th I'm also uh, studying putting together messages actually somebody uh Gary Hash wants me to come in March, so so I need a minister there in March. You're not released yet till April. So okay, well, please. Uh, no, I'll, of course. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll fill out a a day off request a, a, a request a for him. Hopefully. Uh, so anyway, I'm still the senior pastor until April. 7th. I apologize, sir. I'm making that I decision. Apologize. Wow. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so, so, yeah, uh, but, but, yeah, I, I am going to have more time for that kind of stuff. And Connie will have more time to sit at home or by the beach and read a book, which is her favorite pastime. I love when he golfs. That's just wonderful when he golfs. <laughs> he can golf anytime he wants. Because <laughs> then I get to read. That's awesome. Okay, we have one last question. And it's for Pastor Micah. What can we do to help make this a smooth transition? I, um, not that anybody would come to me and go, well, we'll see. But I've received like an enormous, enormous amount of just uh, genuine excitement from the congregation. And I am, uh, and I'm, I'm super excited about that. And that means the world to me. Because you guys are here, um, and because you, out of the leading of the Holy Spirit, um, but then also um, because you, although we all follow Christ, we follow a man as he, Paul said, "Follow me as I follow Christ," and and in a church, if if we're real, we're following a man who is following Christ, and and we're here because of a man or a woman who is following Christ nine times out of ten. And I think it's um, uh, it's very moving for me personally to uh, to have a congregation that will uh, will miss Pastor Steve and Connie, and will um, and will have a form of grieving, even though they're here, and even though they're I know you don't like that word, but there's a certain sense of loss that they're not that they're not going to be here, that he's not on the stage every week. Um, although they are going to be here and their fingerprints will be on Living Word everywhere, um, and even visually you'll see them, but they're not, they're not the senior pastors anymore. And although that we, even myself, you know, will we'll go through that, that period of time, um, and yet combined with that, a genuine excitement about Melissa and I and our leadership and what we've learned. I, I've, 
99% of what I've learned, I've learned from, the, from this man, from my father. Uh, growing up um, in his household uh, with him as a pastor and then following him and, and being there right by his side for the last 23 years. And so there's uh, for you guys to, um, what I would ask is that the same loyalty and love that you gave him uh, and, my, and my mother, would you give that to Melissa and I? I just ask for that. And it's okay. You don't have to stop loving them in order to love us. You don't have to stop being loyal to them in order to, in order to be loyal to us. And, um, and so that is, um, if, if there's anything that you can do, then I would, I would ask you to, uh, to just um, to be, and you know what, I'm, I'm a realist. Not everybody is going to make the transition. I know that. And, uh, and, I, and I will not take any of it personally. Uh, neither one of us will. And, uh, but my hope and my prayer is that every single one of you would, uh, would stay with us as we continue the vision. There's no U-turn. There's no change in vision. There's no change in direction. Um, and uh, it'll be a different bald head on the stage. But, um, but I just, I, I want to thank you. All of you, we love you very, very much. Yeah. Um, the thing I would want, that I would add to that is to pray. We want to ask you guys to pray, not just for us, but for each other. Because as he was referring to, um, it is, it's going to be different. Um, it's not necessarily that it's better or worse. It's just different. And just like when you have a family and, um, for example, the Dials have Kelsey. She graduated from high school. She's, well, they had MJ graduate too, but he stayed at home to go to college. I'm liking MJ pretty good right now. It's a stage in my life I'm looking at. <laughs> but, but with Kelsey, she's moved on. She's going to college in Virginia. She's not there. It's, it's different. She's still their kids. They still love her. They still, you know, everything's great. But it's different. And so it's going to be like that. There's ups and downs to that. Just like there's ups and downs as far as emotionally when you send a kid off to college. Um, so just be praying for each other. Be there for each other in those ups and downs. And and pray for us as well. Absolutely. 2019 is going to be, and beyond, is going to be absolutely amazing. We are really, really, really excited about what God has in store for us moving forward. There is a whole community out there that needs you and I. And uh, they need us to be unified. They need us uh, to be contributors in ministry within, within that house and outside of the house. And so we are very, very excited about what God's got. And we're just asking you, would you partner with us? in doing that. That would be the, big, the biggest thing that you could do. Amen. That's good. Well, thank you guys so much for being up here answering the questions that we got this past week, and we're really excited about that. And I'd just like to do one last thing. Can I pray for you guys and just have you guys agree with us in prayer? Let's pray for right. the transition. Yep. So you guys will stand with me. You can leave your mic in your chair, and if you'll step forward a little bit, and let's pray. All right, if you guys would just stretch out your hands over them, and then we'll just pray, okay? 
God, we just thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity to be here today. God, we thank you so much, Lord, for our pastors, for Pastor Steve and Pastor Connie. We thank you so much, Lord, for this next assignment that they have. We thank you, Lord, that it is blessed, Lord, as they walk into this next um, uh, season of their life, God, that, that you would ordain their footsteps. I thank you that they are a blessing every church that they walk into. I thank you so that, um, that they find uh, favor wherever they go. I thank you, Lord, that people will be blessed and changed because of their message. I thank you, Lord, that they have peace and refreshment and, uh, and all the time off that they uh, take in between times, God, with you would just bless their time, their recreation time as well. And I thank you so much, God, that they would just be able to uh, walk right into this transition and just have your peace um, that surrounds them in Jesus' name. And God, I thank you so much, Lord, for Pastor Micah and Melissa, God, as they come into this role um, and all that they're already doing, God, that you would just bless them above and abundantly, everything that they could think or ask. I thank you, Lord, that, um, that, they, that their, or, their steps are ordained. And I just thank you so much, God, that you are just uh, placing them exactly where they need to be for, for this particular time. I thank you, Lord, that their minds are sharp, that they have the mind of Christ in every situation, that we can look to them for direction and, uh, and, and fulfilling the vision of this house. We thank you, Lord, for the vision of this house, that we do everything that we can to create the environment so that you can add to the church daily those that are being saved. And I just thank you so much as we walk into this transition that your hand is on it. And I just thank you so much, Lord, for this congregation, Lord, that you would bless them. I thank you, Lord, that they have uh, settled in their heart to, um, for this transition, God, that we are able to honor Pastor Steve and Pastor Connie and that we're able to welcome Pastor Micah and, and Melissa. God, we just thank you so much, Lord, for, for them and that we have peace and we know that you're going to take care of everything even if we don't have everything figured out yet. We thank you so much, Lord, for the changes and uh, everything that you have brought into uh, 2019 and everything that you're going to accomplish through us. And we just honor you and we thank you, Lord, for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys.